Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. You can view the live stream on Facebook at Mother Miriam Live. Now, here's Mother Miriam. Hello, beloved family. How good to, well, I was going to say how good to see you, but I can't see you. Some of you can see me, um, but it's so good to be with you. I've, every time I say good morning, I feel so privileged that we can do this. And uh, so grateful for the Station of the Cross and LifeSite News. And before we begin, I just I want to re- uh, re-announce, uh, remind you um, that LifeSite News has a newly launched internship program. And I know a couple of you in particular that are going to be very excited about this. Um, I don't know all that it uh, consists of, but uh, maybe uh, reporting and writing, and uh, you could take a look at LifeSite News. Just go to lifesitenews.com forward slash internship. And you'll get it. And they say space is limited. I think they can only take so many people in the internship at a time. But um, but go ahead and contact them right away. I don't know how long it's for, but they'll give you all that information. Okay. And what I think, beloved, is today, um, it's Friday, and I'll be at the... Um, Homeschooling Conference at the Shrine of La Crosse in Wisconsin, um, the Shrine of Our Lady of Guadalupe that Cardinal Burke built, um, will have their homeschool kickoff tomorrow, and I'll be speaking at it. Um, and in the afternoon, uh, the, the morning will be homeschooling, and the, a- the afternoon will be a talk on how, how can we live in a world that's turned from God. It's getting worse every day. So um, I, I think some of you are going to be there, and please do say hello. It'll be exciting to meet you. And I think what we'll do today, beloved, since it is the end of the week, and um, you're absolutely welcome to call in the entire program today. Uh, toll free one eight seven seven five one one five four eight three or email at mother at the station of the cross dot com. We have so many emails we haven't gotten to. I think we'll take the whole program and try to catch up with some of you who've been waiting quite a while. Particularly Ruth, I started your uh, email two days ago, Ruth, and we haven't gotten through it yet. So right now we're going to do the whole thing. Ruth writes, Hello, Mother Miriam. First, I would like to thank and praise God for having found you on YouTube. Thank you, Ruth. I am a Philippine-born and raised Catholic who was educated in a Catholic school slash university. Me and my three children moved to the Middle East to be with my husband last April 2019. He is Filipino, too, and works as an engineer here. Excuse me. I missed going to Mass long before the pandemic happened. Having become a stay-at-home mom here, I left my medical practice in the Philippines so we can be together as a family. Good for you. With no regrets. And with a very good Internet connection, which we do not have back home. I discovered for the first time... To my utter amazement and delight, the many Catholic channels on YouTube, your program included. 
I learned more in one year about my faith than I did in all my 48 years. In fairness to my theology teacher in college, I do not remember some topics about church history, but I did not really pay much attention to them back then. Now I wish I had. Mother, I can tell you I felt like a sponge wishing to absorb more of the waters of truth. I love when I hear that, Ruth, because that's the Holy Spirit in you, uh, that you should be so hungry for truth. I have also learned over time to discern which programs to watch as I found some speakers cause confusion and others are uncharitable. I am really amazed by your conversion story, which I watched several times. You are a blessing to the church and for Catholics like me who have been poorly catechized. Well, blessed be God for that, Ruth. Ruth, by the way, is my middle name, um, so I am Miriam Ruth, but actually my given name is Rosalind. It's Rosalind Ruth, Rivka Ruchel in Hebrew. Um, she says, I have um, many questions, but there is one which I have grappled with for years now. You see, my mother's side of the family belongs to the Seventh-day Adventist Church. My, ma- my mom passed away last 2006. Since we were children, my aunt always tried to convert me and my siblings to the Seventh-day Adventist. Thank God our Catholic father enrolled us in a Catholic school since first grade, and an aunt who was a devout Catholic helped raise us. Blessed be God. My Adventist relatives would often open the pages of the Bible to us and show us the page where God gave the Ten Commandments to Moses, and the Third Commandment says, Remember to keep the Sabbath holy. I have come to know that the Old Testament is fulfilled in Jesus. And the early Christians gathered on the day of his resurrection to break bread. But whenever I would throw that argument to my aunt, she would say, but it does not change the day he is to be worshipped. Can you enlighten me on this? As a Jew, you observe the Sabbath. How did you reconcile Sunday worship when you were converted? Very good question. I'm fully convinced I am in the church established by God, and I will affirm to you that you are, dear Ruth. It is just that I'm praying for the conversion of my aunt and her family, and I want to give her a good explanation of how Sabbath worship became Sunday worship. They accuse Catholics of changing God's law. Thank you for taking the time to read my email, which is quite lengthy. More power to you and your program, and may God bless you. Keep you healthy, Ruth. Thank you so much, Ruth. Um, The Sabbath was not changed to Sunday. God's law to keep the Sabbath holy, the entire law, the Ten Commandments, and of course, if you read Exodus chapter 20 from which they come, you'll see that's at least 14 commandments, but they've been grouped into 10 the Catholic, the Protestant, and the, and the um, Jewish uh, order of the commandments differ slightly, but they all take in all the commandments. They're just broken up differently. For example, in the Jewish Ten Commandments, the first commandment is not a commandment. It's a statement. I am the Lord your God, period, end of sentence. Second commandment, you shall have no other gods before me. So it, they're, they're different. But they all contain uh, all that God has given. And the Ten Commandments, this is important to understand, that the Ten Commandments 
were given to the Jewish people through Moses, to the nation that he formed from Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and through Moses, without question. But those Ten Commandments that God wrote on stone were the commandments that were written in our hearts. When God created us, he made us to know him, to love him, to serve him. He made us. He put the knowledge of him, Romans chapter 1, verses 18 to 20, he, or particularly verse 19, that God put the knowledge of himself within every single creature. The, the heavens declare the glory of God, uh, the, the works of his hands, they display his attributes, and there is no one without excuse for not knowing that God exists because God himself has put the knowledge of himself within everyone he's created. The moral law is the law of God's heart written on the heart, now written out in stone. The only law that was not given for the whole world, but specifically to Israel, um, is the, key, the keeping of the Sabbath day, because God set Israel aside to keep that day as holy to um, certain laws of uh, uh, kashrut, kosher laws, um, kashrut, I guess, kosher laws and um, foods to eat, foods not to eat, foods not to eat on the Sabbath, the worship on the Sabbath, clothes they should wear, worship they should have, um, completely set apart. Um, and he, when he established his church, and in the Old Testament, uh, his people were called an assembly in Hebrew, kahal, Q, not with a U, Q-A-H-A-L. They were an assembly of God's people. When God founded the church through Peter, uh, Peter, thou art the rock, and on this rock I will build my church. And the word God used for church now, of course, based through his death and resurrection on the apostles and prophets, the word God used for church was the Greek word for the Hebrew kahal. Kahal means called out ones. It's an assembly of people. And he used the word ekklesia, which means just that, called out ones, an assembly of people. So where God called the people in the Old Testament and set them apart, that they should be a peculiar people in the midst of a pagan world, how should they be peculiar? Because they kept together as a people, and again, they had certain laws of worship, of dress, of food, of uh, hierarchy, of manners, of government set apart, but set apart right in the midst of the pagan nations so that they would be a light to the nations. And God could say, why are you, the people could say, why do you do that? Why do you do that? And they'd say, because we're God's people and this is what God wants, you see. And so in the New Testament, the word is ecclesia and the people of Israel became through Christ, the people of Israel now fulfilled in their Messiah, spread through all the ends of the work. world. Christianity is a Jewish faith fulfilled in the Messiah, spread to every tribe and tongue and nation and people. Um, 
now we're coming to the end and to the Sabbath, but I wanted to give you that background. There's the music for our first break, beloved. Good good time for you to give a call in. 1-877-511-5483 or email at motheratthestationofthecross.com. We'll be right back. We stand at a crossroads in history. We can stand up for life, family, and a Christian culture, or we can stand idly by while the fabric of society becomes fundamentally anti-life, anti-family, and anti-Christian, slowly leading to its own demise. LifeSite News is the leading defender of life, family, and Christian culture. Through our news reporting, we seek to educate readers with information and zeal. They need to fight the most crucial battles of our day. And we need your help to continue that mission. You can support LifeSite News by following our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Another way to support LifeSite is to prayerfully consider becoming a Sustained Life monthly donor to help us continue to save lives in the culture. To donate, visit give.lifesitenews.com forward slash sustained life. Our staff of over 40 and millions of future generations thank you for helping to save the culture. Hello, beloved. This is Mother Miriam, host of Mother Miriam Live. Like the Catholic Current and the many other programs that originate from the Station of the Cross, Divine Mercy in My Soul is all about the messages that Jesus revealed to St. Faustina. It is aired every Sunday morning at 11 Eastern and Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Or you can listen anytime to Divine Mercy in My Soul on the iCatholic Radio mobile app. 30 Seconds on the Gifts of the Holy Spirit, brought to you by the Station of the Cross. The gift of wisdom helps us discern God's holy will for our lives. In the Book of Wisdom, God tells us, Resplendent and unfading is wisdom, and she is readily perceived by those who love her and found by those who seek her. For taking thought of her is the perfection of prudence, and he who for her sake keeps vigil shall quickly be free from care. Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. Welcome back, beloved, to Mother Miriam Live. We are... um, Finally getting to Ruth's full email, and um, Ruth is Catholic, her husband's Catholic, her children are Catholic, but her family are Seventh-day, on her mother's side, Seventh-day Adventists, and she said that um, uh, the question is on the Sabbath, Um, uh, and her aunt would say it doesn't change the day God is to be worshipped. He's to be worshipped on Saturday. And I was explaining that the entire law given to Moses, to the people of Israel, uh, through Moses on Mount Sinai, was really the law God put within our hearts, uh, now uh, written on stone. Um, And the Sabbath day is the only law that's not natural. It is... um, it was given to the to the Israelites as a day to be set apart 
from the pagan nations around them to worship God because God rested on the seventh day and they would also rest on the seventh day. But now, when Jesus came, died for our sins from the from Abraham, from the tribe of Judah and David, rose from the dead um, to give us life. Um, we, the book of Hebrews said, says that in believing in him, in becoming Christians, in becoming his children, we have entered into our rest, which, is be, which means Jesus. And it, it's not that the Sabbath was changed to Sunday. The Sabbath is the Sabbath, and it's Saturday. But it is that the Lord of the Sabbath was raised from the dead on Sunday. And Apostle Paul, I think it's 1 Corinthians chapter 16, um, and all the Jewish people of that day who had been worshiping God on this on the Sabbath uh, changed now, didn't change the Sabbath, but changed the day of worship from the Sabbath to the what they call the eighth day of the week, which is the first day of the new creation. And so uh, that's why we worship on Sunday. The Sabbath wasn't changed. The day of worship was changed from Saturday to Sunday because Sunday is the resurrection of the Lord of the Sabbath. And so we worship him on that day. Um, Beyond that, uh, go to catholic.com and type in Sabbath and uh, you'll get a, a, Tim Staples has done a good article on it. Okay, Roberta, I'm so glad you called back. Um, I think it was you who called yesterday. You're from Ontario. Was that you, Roberta? Yes. Uh, yes, thanks for yes. thanks, sweetheart, for calling back. Go ahead with your question. Uh, I hope I can keep talking. Uh, I usually I usually try to I get to cry all the time. Anyway, I'm sorry. Um, it's in regard to my children. They don't go to church anymore. They don't mm-hmm. really care about anything anymore. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what to to do anymore. So I send them an email in, in regards to the three days of uh, of darkness. Okay. And I send them a, a, an email on it with uh, a woman that uh, has uh, received this uh, warning. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, 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 so anyway, and I I also got the, the candles. I I got them blessed, and I mm-hmm. hope that I can. Deliver them tomorrow. How and old my, are they? My grandson. My okay. So your my children, you have children and grandchildren, and they're all yours, right? And great-grandchildren. Oh, God bless you, yes. Roberta. Here's a thought. Um, are you familiar with the book, The Warning? Not the actual book, no. Okay. Yeah, the book. I'm, 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 I mean the book, The Warning. It's by Christine Watkins. Now, uh, I had a few, several people come against me when I recommended that um, for a couple of reasons, but I would recommend that you get it, even if they don't believe. The, the, if, if only because of the cover of that book, they're going to be curious enough to read it, even if they think they're reading science fiction. So how many children do you have? I got two children and four grandchildren and four great grandchildren. Okay. 
Um, how old are the grandchildren? Uh, 37, Okay, Okay, that's fine. I would say um, you have four, you have two children and four grandchildren. Okay. Can you afford to buy six books? If you can afford... How much are they? What's that? How much are they? I don't know. Um, Oh. I don't know how much they are, but um, I'd have to look it up. Uh, Roberta, keep listening in, and I will look it up on Amazon on the break. And uh, I'll see if I can tell you how much they are. And if you can't afford six books, um, let me know, and we'll help you with that. Okay? I'd like you to... I mean that. I mean that. So if you cannot afford them, uh, simply... um, uh, okay. Oh, it's fifty. Okay, fifteen dollars. My this my dear okay, James is helping me. Okay. Fifteen dollars. Okay. So that's going to be that's you know good. yeah. Okay. Um, if you can handle that, if you can't, just let me know. We'll we'll help you. No, no, I'm okay. I'll All right, okay. sweetheart. Order it from Amazon. Yep. You'll get it in two days, and mail it to yep. them yourself. <laughs> with a note and say, Dear children, now when is your birthday, Roberta? My birthday is going to be in December 16th. Oh, that's too late. Okay. I was going to say, I know. Uh, you, could, you know, you could say, uh, send it with a note and say, I know you don't believe all this, but I'm going to ask you to give me uh, an early Christmas present, birthday and Christmas combined, and read this book, and you don't have to get me anything else for birthday or Christmas, but but to read this book and read it now and not wait till December. All right, so that's yes. all I'm yes. asking yes. you to but do. Right, and, they, and and I've been trying today doing. I, I I've been trying to do things like this many a times, and they just don't care. They, they, they're just, you know, they well, don't listen. They just don't okay, listen. Then, then, don't, then don't write that to them. Don't write anything forceful. Um, okay. Uh, and just send the book to them with a little note, a uh, little note, uh, I love you, Mom. And that's it. Okay. And that's it. Just okay. nothing pushy. Don't ask them to read it. Send it to you with a little note. I love you, Mom, or whatever you would okay. they would call you. Can you right. tell me? Can you mm-hmm. can you please tell me or, or send me uh, or, or an email or something uh, because I cannot write. I've had a stroke and I cannot write and I cannot count anymore anymore. But but I'm okay with other things. And, and you're okay I, I with like email. All right, sweetheart. Yes. If you're okay with email, um, stay on the line. And uh, the call screener will come on, and you can give the call screener your email. Wonderful. Can All I right? ask you another thing? Please? Yeah, yeah just I a moment, though. Just, yes, just a moment. I'm also going to ask yes. the call screener if they can email you with, um, uh, with the title of the book and the address of Amazon and you know, yes, all of that yes, to give exactly. you the information. Okay, that's good. Exactly. Don't hang up, Roberta. Yes. Okay, what's your other question, no. honey? No, hold on, hold on. Mother, mother? mother? Yeah, yeah I'm here. I'm here. I, I, I would like to ask you another question, please. Go ahead. Okay, go ahead. And, uh, yes, I have, uh, I am close to, I think I am close to God, 
but I have been trying to receive the Holy Spirit, and I, I don't know if I ever got it or not. Were you confirmed? Were you baptized? Oh, yes. Everything. Were you confirmed? Oh, yes. Are you in mortal sin? No. Then you have the Holy Spirit. Oh, well, you, I think you would know. Then you have the Holy Spirit. Don't worry about yeah, feelings. I, I keep trying. I, I cry all the time. Because as soon as I talk about God or, or try to do whatever, I, I just cry and cry and cry. Well, that's probably because you have the Holy Spirit in great measure because you love him. You can't love God if you don't have the Holy Spirit. Nobody could even call Jesus Lord unless they have the Holy Spirit. So you know what I'm going to suggest you do, sweetheart? Um, You're on the Internet, which is good. Um, Do a, a novena to the Holy Spirit. There's a beautiful novena by Edith Stein, S-T-E-I-N, um, and I'll ask the call screener to email that to you as well. A, a novena by Edith Stein uh, on the Holy Spirit, a beautiful, beautiful novena. Okay, so don't you worry. You have the Holy Spirit, Roberta. Yeah. Don't worry about your feet. And if I have the Holy Spirit, how come I, I, I've never been able to speak in tongues or anything like that? I haven't ever spoken in tongues, Roberta. God, okay. just, I have not, sweetheart. Uh, people tell me I'm charismatic, but I don't. I don't know that I have any charismatic gifts. Um, uh, many things have happened that I that uh, God has can do through us, but that doesn't mean that He's given us a permanent gift. So, don't worry about that, Roberta. Um, at all, uh, God, First Corinthians twelve and Romans chapter twelve. God distributes gifts as he wills. Yes. And the Apostle Paul yes. says in 1 Corinthians 13, if I, can, if I have tongues, if I can move mountains, if I can do everything, but I have not love, then I'm just a lot of noise. So don't worry. God yes. does not give that to everybody. Um, and I think instead of worrying about that um, or trying for all that, you know what you need to do, sweetheart. You need to start thanking him. Uh, yes. Need, yes, all you, the time. Yes. Did you do you did you ever do a fifty four day novena? No. Okay. All right. So there's there's um there's two things. First, you have to get the six books and send them to your children. Uh, two to your yes. children, four to your uh, grandchildren, and don't send them to your great grandchildren. Just their okay. their parents, all right. And then, secondly, um, do a fifty four day novena. Now, all you need to do is that every day's rosary, the mysteries for that day. That's all you need to do. Yes, I do. But count yes. fifty four days. So okay. the first the first half of that novena, you're praying for what you wish, which is the salvation of your children, all right, and your yes. grandchildren, right. And your great-grandchildren. That's the first half, 27 days. Starting on day 28 to the rest of the 54 days, you pray in thanksgiving for the answer, as if God's already done it, regardless of evidence. 
okay? So okay. 27 okay. days asking your request and 27 days thanking him for answering, no matter what you see or don't see. All right, sweetheart. Okay, can you, can you tell the, the person that I'm going to be talking to all these things, please? Yes, uh, I think James and, is listening. And, 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 so we're going to send you the the, uh, the book the uh, to get on Amazon. We're going to send you the URL for the 54-day novena. Yes, yes. Okay, please, sweetheart. Please, I, I don't know how I, to write this. I thing. understand, honey. We'll be right back. The future of the family is grim. As Our Lady of Fatima said, the final battle will be for the family. It truly seems as though we're in the heat of this final battle and we need your help. Our mission at LifeSite News is to educate and activate readers with the information they need to defend life and the family and restore Christian culture. We are currently the most popular pro-life website on the internet with over 40 million unique users every year. And we've been experiencing an even bigger reach than ever this year. But we need your help to reach more of the 7.7 billion people on earth if we are to truly succeed in changing the culture. Please consider donating to help our mission of promoting the culture of life and fearless defenders of the faith like Mother Miriam. Visit give.lifesite.news.com to give today. Thank you for your support. In his encyclical, Evangelium Vitae, Pope John Paul II writes, The gospel of life, written in the heart of every man and woman, has echoed in every conscience from the beginning in such a way that, despite the negative consequences of sin, it can also be known in its essential traits by human reason. Human life is sacred. Think about it. Coalitionforlife.com With the unquestionably high divorce rate in our country, it comes as a real surprise when people hear that couples who use natural family planning in their marriages have a less than 5% divorce rate. Their marriages tend to be stronger due to improved communication skills that enhance marital intimacy. For information on how you and your spouse can learn natural family planning, see the Couple to Couple League website at www.ccli.org or call 513-471-2000 for classes near you. Welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. Welcome back to Mother Miriam Live. Beloved, we still have a whole half hour before us. I'm so thrilled about that. Um, We have an email from Susan. Um, Oh, no, no, Paula first. Hold on a moment. I went down on the list too far. Paula says, I've written to you before about the stage four breast cancer that I have. I need clarification on something, please. A few months ago, I clearly heard what I think was our Lord telling me that I would be healed. Since then, I have gotten much worse. Okay, now, before we go on, uh, I want to tell you that, to me, uh, I don't know if God will heal you or not, 
but the fact that you've gotten much worse makes me smile. I know, I'm sorry, I'm not happy for your suffering, but I immediately think of Elijah with the prophets of Baal when they were seeing, you know, who is who is the true God, and they each set up, they dug a well in the dirt, and they put wood for the fire, they put a uh, some kind of animal, uh, as you would on a spigot, to roast him, and um, and they were going to call on their gods to light the fire. And so the prophets of Baal uh, put wood on the fire, and they they cut themselves, they danced, they screamed, they did all of this, and the fire never lit. And so they, they said, okay, go ahead, Elijah, do your thing. And Elijah said, okay, hold on a minute. And he said, Lord, um, and he said, no, he didn't say Lord. He said, let's get water. So in addition to the, all the wood that was there, Elijah asked that the wood, we, they poured gallons and gallons of water on it, soaked the wood. It was a pool of water, so it would be impossible to light. And when it was all filled with water, because that means he made it more impossible, he made it worse, Elijah looked up and he said, okay, Lord, and God consumed it in a second. So uh, God loves to get glory and loves to reverse what seems impossible. So it's not surprising to me that if God is going to heal you, it would have gotten worse first. And she says, the cancer has spread to my brain. Oh, dear. Behind my left eye, and I have severe lymphedema in both legs and my abdomen so now it's very difficult to walk oh my goodness the doctor started me on a new drug that can cross the blood-brain barrier so i'm hopeful it will work to fight this cancer but the doctors also want to radiate my brain i'm very fearful of this since the outcome may be tragic Anyway, I have faith more than a mustard seed. And I know Jesus said that if I have that, I could move a mountain. Well, I pray all the time to be healed. I put my hand on my forehead and command the cancer to be gone in the name of Jesus. I do pray for his will to be done. Also, I've been praying uh, for St. Padre Pio, St. Peregrine, and other saints to intercede for me. And Paula asks this, am I to stop doing this and resign myself um, uh, to the fact that I'm not or in the fact that I'm not healed as perhaps it is his will for me not to be healed or am I to be like the woman who said to our Lord that even the dogs get scraps from the floor and keep persisting I want to live I have learned a lot since being diagnosed with this cancer almost four years ago if I am allowed to live I will until my dying day live as a good Christian and a great witness of his love and do what I can to bring others into the faith. I just cannot shake the fact I clearly heard a man's voice telling me that I would be healed. What do I do with that? Thank you for any insight you can give me. Sincerely, Paula. Oh, Paula, God bless you and and bless God for the faith that he's given you and for your not turning from him in these very dire circumstances. Um, I won't doubt that you heard a man's voice telling you that you would be healed. Now, how and when, we don't know. Uh, If God takes you to heaven, you will be healed, right? So he didn't say how. Um, My sister died three years ago, the younger sister, and she had a picture of Divine Mercy in her room. 
and uh, I visited her, and um, we were talking about death, and she said, oh, I'm not going. He just, not yet anyway, uh, he just told me that I wasn't a day ago. I said, who's he? She said, him, and she pointed to divine mercy. I said, Jesus? She said, yes, he spoke to me from that picture. I believe her. And so, but she did die, and it wasn't, um, uh, it was almost, uh, I don't know, less than two months later. That doesn't mean God is not faithful, but he lets us know his faithfulness, his presence. And um, no, he didn't say to her she wouldn't die. He said to her, it's not time yet. That's what he said to her, it's not time yet. But it was time a couple of months later. Um, God knows what he's doing. God knows what he's doing, beloved, and um, he will heal you one way or another. So um, don't uh, resign that you won't be healed. No, uh, uh, you can persist, but, but in faith, in faith. Say, Lord, uh, not my will, but thine be done. That's all. Not my will, but thine be done. Your will, Lord, is my food. And whatever you do, the message that I heard from you, I bless you for it. I praise you for it. If it wasn't from you, whatever it was, do whatever you will, Lord. I'm yours. And if until my dying day, I want to live as a good Christian and a great witness of your love so I can bring others to the faith, that's what you're doing now, Paula. Your email is absolutely beautiful, and I do not doubt it has instructed and blessed many, many, many people. So um, uh, I'm going to ask, there's a... um, Let me just see. In fact, I have his envelope right here. Brother Paul Wilson um, has something. I have a million and a half souls all over the world, victim souls. And they are in awful situations, but they give their whole lives uh, to pray for the church and to pray for the conversion of people. So ask those victim souls to pray for you, and uh, you pray along with them for God's will. They are completely at peace, completely at peace, dear one. So God bless you, Paula. And um, the only thing for you to do is rest, ask Jesus to lead you as he's been doing, and trust him. If uh, you don't want to take the radiation from the brain, if you don't have peace, don't take it. If you feel that God may be leading you into this and you do have peace, then take it, um, whatever the outcome is. Just walk with Jesus don't, and trust him. Um, uh, don't assume anything. Just put your life in his hands like a little cup in the potter's hands, Paula. And I'm going to ask all our listeners to pray for you, Paula. We will pray for you here as well. God bless you, dear one. We have an email from Susan who writes, Hello, Mother. First, let me say how much I appreciate your show. Just even hearing your voice calms my soul. I tell you, those comments calm my soul uh, because I don't, I don't, you know, you hear yourself in your head and you don't, I don't think I, I don't know how people hear my voice, but um, it, it doesn't seem that to me. So it's, it's just such a, a, a comfort to me to know that. <clears throat> Susan writes, last October, I purchased a subscription to a daily devotional for Catholics. I had been given a sample at my parish. It is called Give Us This Day. 
Give Us This Day is the title, and it's subtitled Daily Prayer for Today's Catholic. At first, I was pleased with it since it had daily prayers, reading, morning, evening, the daily mass. Excuse me for that. Um, A story of a blessed among us and reflections that comes every month and is what I was looking for at the time. But over the last months... I have noticed the daily intercessions frequently include prayers about climate change, oh dear, the environment, immigration, refugees, open borders. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. There was even a prayer to further the prosperity of the work and projects of the United Nations. This is demonic already. And she said, as I looked closely at the book, I found that Father James Martin is one of the editorial advisors. Okay, before I read the rest of the email... Whoever has, um, give us this day, uh, I would just say immediately cancel your subscription. Um, It's no longer Catholic, and you might as well tell them that you're canceling your subscription for that reason. They should know that. And um, uh, Susan says, I would like to find a truly traditional, faithful Catholic book that could replace this one. I will not renew my subscription. Do you have suggestions for another set of books that would fill my need? Thank you. Well, there is a wonderful uh, subscription. Um, uh, Hold on. There is a wonderful set of books called the Magnificat. It also comes monthly, uh, quarterly or monthly. I'm not sure. Um, But I think I think it's I think it's monthly. I think it's about $40 a month, which is, is quite expensive. I don't say it's not worth it, but, but it's expensive, and it's, it's very, very, very good. also has the mass readings every day and reflections and the saints, and um, very, very good and very, very Catholic. It's expensive, but um, if you can afford it, it's, it's great. Um, uh, I don't know any others offhand to recommend to you off the top. I'm sure there are others. I just can't think of them right now. But I, I'll take this moment to mention that we've begun um, Mary's Oblates, which is we're Benedictine, so it's the Benedictine Oblates of the Daughters of Mary, Mother of Israel's Hope. So we're Mary's Daughters, and it's just Mary's Oblates. And there's no charge, there's no cost, there's nothing for it. Uh, we have a little application we can give you. And there's no requirements, just uh, to let us know your information, your address, so that we could begin to send you the newsletters, which now are going to come out. Um, I I was hoping to do a monthly newsletter. I just haven't been able to. So it'll be more quarterly than monthly. But the quarterly are going to be kind of three months in one. Um, And uh, we just sent out uh, the last newsletter, which was... uh, newsletters four through six so we're still at the beginning and anyone that signs on now we send them the first three uh, first six newsletters as well so you can you can have them uh, the only charge is um, twenty dollars which is a great discount for a um, for the uh, Benedictine Oblate commentary. It has the entire rule of St. Benedict with a commentary for Oblates. The reason I I mention that is because it has a daily reading. So it's not just a daily reading, um, but hopefully you'll read the scriptures along with it. And it's a formation program. 
and it's truly, truly wonderful. Um, and in time, you'll be a novice, and in time, you'll take um, uh, promises or a certain profession and be a full oblate. To be an oblate is to give your life as an offering to God. And it's uh, Benedictine is the, um, St. Benedict is the father of Western monasticism. It's um, the most uh, uh, looked after, uh, uh, I I don't want to say not the oldest rule in the church, but St. Benedict lived uh, in the 500s. And so it's sixth century, and it's it's absolutely magnificent. And most religious orders, most rules, come from the rule of Saint Benedict. It's a very beautiful. And if you'd like more information, just go to um, uh, our website, which is www.motherofisraelshope.org. Motherofisraelshope.org. And you can, there's a little tab there for Mary's Oblates. You can print out the application form, download it, and send it to us. You can see past newsletters or just press on contact, email us, send us uh, your address, and we'll put everything in the mail to you. It's, it's not just daily reading that's extremely profitable, but it's really a little formation program. So um, you might be ready, dear Susan for a step up um, from Give Us This Day. That might be something for you to check out. But otherwise, the Magnificat is very, very good. Okay, there's the music for our last break, beloved. Again, our lines are wide open. You're welcome to call in. There's still time. Toll-free 1-877-511-5483. Are you having a hard time keeping up with all that's going on these days in the Vatican? Did you know that LifeSite puts out a monthly print news magazine in beautiful full color? Our magazine, Faithful Insight, gives you all the most important coverage from Rome and lets you read it away from the computer, phone, or tablet. It summarizes dozens of new happenings down to the essentials, but provides full analysis on all the most important developments. Faithful Insight brings you the coverage of the Vatican that you know and expect from LifeSite in a different form. It has received high praise from cardinals, bishops, priests, and faithful who want to stay abreast of the most crucial battle in our time, the battle for the soul of the church. Subscribe today at faithfulinsight.com and may God bless you. When I was outside of the church, there was always an unsettled feeling. There was always a feeling of something missing and something not complete. The, the deal clincher is we found our way to our, our parish and we met just an incredible pastor. We learned things that we'd never been taught. Wouldn't be the person that I am without the church and without the sacraments, particularly the Eucharist. I can't live without it. If you've been away from the Catholic Church, visit catholicscomehome.org. has a story unique and different in its own way. Endless stories as diverse as people themselves. More beautiful, however, is that despite our varying backgrounds, we also have a sameness that is quite the phenomenon. What is this phenomenon? It is a nine-month journey in our mother's womb. Human life is sacred. Think about it. Coalitionforlife.com 
welcome to Mother Miriam Live on the Station of the Cross Catholic Radio Network with live video streaming brought to you by LifeSite News and the Station of the Cross. Call Mother with your questions at 1-877-511-5483 or email her at mother at thestationofthecross.com. Welcome back to Mother Miriam Live, beloved. This is our last segment. We've got 10 minutes, and uh, you're welcome to call in with anything at all on your heart. Toll free 1 877 uh oh, 511 5483. Almost, no, hold on. I'm, I bet. Yes, one eight seven seven five one one five four eight three. I tell you what, I need you to pray for my memory. It's really slipping. Yesterday, I um, was trying to remember the, uh, the Deuteronomy six four Shema Yisrael, the, and I couldn't remember it. And I'm going to say it today. It's Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad. Um, Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. Eloheinu, the Lord our God. So I, I really blanked out yesterday. So, um, and I'm doing that more lately. I don't like it. So pray for my memory. Thank you. Um, also, um, uh, Susan, we just answered Susan's email about another book other than Give Us This Day, which has turned non-Catholic. Um, and um, and I mentioned the Magnificat publication, which comes out monthly, and how it's really excellent. And I said, but it's really expensive, $40 a month. Well, I was really, uh, I, I upped its price by 1,200%. Um, it is not $40 a month. It's in a total of $47 for the year. I bless the caller who called in to correct us, to correct me. It's a subscription. Now, if I told you $47 for the year, you'd say, wow, I don't know if I can do that. But since I told you it was 47 a month, $40 a month, 47 is a real bargain now, right? <laughs> All perspective. 47 for the year. Oh, my goodness. Uh, you won't be sorry. If you can... Get those dollars together. You give up dessert for one month, and you'll have it. It's it's really excellent. So $47 for the year. Whoever called with that information, I bless you. Thank you so much. Okay, now... Um, uh, an email from Joyce, who writes, Dear Mother, my son, who was baptized Catholic as a baby, chose not to practice his faith after he got out of high school. For eight years, he lived with his girlfriend, and they got married outside of the Catholic Church. She is not Catholic. My husband and I, both of us practicing traditional Catholics, did not attend the wedding nor give a wedding gift. Our son and his wife were so angry at us, as were our three daughters, that we weren't sure they would ever speak to us again. I cried every day and thought my heart was going to break. Thanks be to God that we had so much support from our parish priests and sisters, religious sisters. We are on speaking terms again, and they came to visit for Christmas. They live out of the area, and we've had a couple of other family get-togethers since. Well, that is really good news. 
And Joy says, my question is this. It will be one year since they got married, and I was wondering about sending them an anniversary card, as we do with our daughters and their husbands. Your thoughts on this are much appreciated, Mother, and God bless Joyce. Well, I would say absolutely not. How could you send them an anniversary card for the wedding you would not attend because it did not take place? They're living in sin. Um, if They have to understand that the reason that um, you did not attend their wedding is not because it wasn't in a Catholic church. Of course, if they were Catholic, it would have been in a Catholic church. But it's because they're both turned from God and they're living in a, a situation of fornication. And if they're going to get married, how could you bless them um, being set on the road to hell together? You love them too much to do that. If you send them an anniversary card, you're going to say, happy anniversary of the day you began your permanent life of fornication? That makes no sense. No sense whatsoever. They need to understand that. They need to understand that. So no, out of the question to send them an anniversary card. Uh, Absolutely not. And if you want to, you can send them a letter to say, I know it's the anniversary of the day that you were civilly married. Um, My heart breaks, our heart breaks, because we want to congratulate you. Uh, We want to send you an anniversary card, but we cannot because we believe you've both put yourselves on the road to hell. Uh, You are not living in a true marriage. Uh, You are turned from God. And your situation is sinful. If either of you were to die in your sleep, you would wake up in hell. And it, it's an awful situation. I know you don't believe that, but truth is not based on what you believe. And so I just want to tell you on this, the anniversary of your um, coming together through that uh, uh, procedure or whatever it was that day, um, is is uh, is a, a very deep, a grief, a grief, uh, a sorrowful reminder um, of the fact that you've put yourself on the road to hell. I love you with all my heart. We love you with all our heart. We don't ever want to be separated from you. We want you to visit, but um, it's just we need you to understand that the reason we didn't attend your wedding, uh, we're not offended by what you've done. We've, we're grieved because we know you're on the road to hell. That's what our faith says. That's what God says. And we cannot choose otherwise. So for your sake, we love you. We would lay down our lives for you, but we would not support your uh, being on the road to hell. We have an email from Brian who writes, where in South Africa can we find a good bishop? Oh, my goodness, Brian. Um, I would say the same way you find a good bishop in the United States. Um, You take a look at where you might want to live in South Africa and see who the bishops are there. That's what I do. If I want to look at a certain diocese or a certain state or area, I type in Catholic diocese of such and such. And uh, then I get the bishop, and then I look him up to see what he believes. Uh, If he's a good bishop, if he's not a good bishop, based on what he's teaching, what he believes, based on his practice, um, all of that. 
And if he's not good, I go on to another diocese. So that's the only thing I know to tell you. There might be other sources for you. Um, If you call Catholic Answers, because they're the number one uh, Catholic.com, number one Catholic uh, website, apologetics website, I think, in the world now. And they have people from all over the world. You can give them a call. They may know bishops in in uh, South Africa that they could refer you to. Okay. We have an anonymous email um, uh, writing, Dear Mother Miriam, hold on now. Okay. Um, would a person be taking part in grave evil by voting for a president who supports same-sex unions? I'm clear that I cannot vote Democrat, which I would not want to do anyways, but according to your earlier logic, can I not vote for the Republican candidate either as he supports same-sex unions? Thank you for being such a good and tender-hearted mother. God bless you, dear one. I'm going to rush this because we're going to hear the closing music any, any second now. Um, yes, Not only can you vote for that Republican candidate, but I think we have no choice. Uh, I grieve that he supports same-sex unions, but I do not think we should throw him out for that reason, because if we don't, it's a vote for the Democrats. To be silent is going to be a vote for the Democrats, and we have to stop that at all costs. So, yes, you can vote for the Republican. I don't know... Uh, I can't remember uh, an election that's gone by where I have not voted for the best of the worst. That's what it is, the best of the worst. And in this case, I think the choice is very, very clear. Okay, dear one. So um, God bless you all, and have a wonderful weekend. See you in Wisconsin, those of you who will be there, and speak with you next week. God bless you.